You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. And you know, most times as Christians, we don't like, we want to focus on the mercy of God, and that is valid. But very often, we almost want to ignore that there's always a cause and effect to certain things. So this is not to undermine the mercy of God and the love of God, and we're going there. But to understand that sometimes on this journey, our actions and our inactions and the change of course can slow us down. But once again, we see the mercy of God evident when they went back and they were crying and they said to God, we have sinned, we're sorry. And then he preferred a solution. He said to Moses, make a bronze statue and everything was well again and I'm sure this resonates with someone here you're upset with God and then he's merciful again you go back to him and he answers your prayer but then very often almost as if we go back to our vomit but that's not where I'm going And after God rescued them, we're going to Numbers 21. Israel sent messages to Shehon, the king of the Amorites. And I'm saying to someone here, you're crying, let me pass. And that was Moses' plea. Please, can I have the scripture up? Let me pass. I, I just want to go where it is that I'm going. I really don't want to take over your land. I just want to pass through the outskirts of your land. Give me permission to get to the other side. And when you've been discouraged many times and it just seems like everything is happening around but not happening to you, all you want and all you're praying for are the crumbs. But your God is bigger and better than that. I thought I would hear a hallelujah. Yeah. All Moses wanted was to pass by the land. But this is what God said. He said, Do not fear him. Oh no, let me go back. He says, Then Israel sent messages to Shehon. Let me pass through your land. We will not turn aside into fields or vineyards we will not drink water from your wells we will go by the king's highway until we have passed through your territory but Shehon would not allow them to pass through his territory so Shehon gathered his people together and went out against them and as we read the scripture I want you to personalize this what are you begging for what are you begging for what are you asking? What crumbs are you asking for? You're not even being answered. It just seems like you're in a fierce battle. But then God said, Do not fear them, for I have delivered him into your hand. 
with all his people and all his land and you shall do to him okay sorry bottom line is that they attacked the children of Israel and somehow they won this battle and that gave them a little bit of confidence and that's the scripture that I just read to go again to the Moabites they were conquering territories they were moving they were conquering territories and then this is where he said the Lord said do not fear him because they went to God saying we're passing through another land and this guy is waging war against us what do we do Lord and he says do not fear them I have delivered him into your hand with all his people and all his land and you shall do to him as you did at Chevron. So they defeated him, his sons and his people until there were no survivors left and they took possession of the land. Praise the Lord. As Pierre was saying, I'm going to land soon. Where the gist gets very sweet for me and this is why you know, when I share in church, I don't prepare a message for Sunday service or for midweek service. I typically won't. I share from the abundance of what it is that I have read in my private life. So this morning, the deliverance that this message had given me in the course of the week is what it is that I am sharing. Because like most people, you're looking towards the end of the year and you're asking, did I really achieve much? Have I done very much? But this is where it gets sweet. Because in chapter 22, verse 2 to 14, he says, you know, they had conquered the Amorites. They had conquered the Moabites. And then they were going into another territory. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites and Moab and was exceedingly afraid of the people because they were many and Moab was sick with dread. Now this company would lick us up, would lick everything around us as an ox licks grass. And I took a look at the children of Israel and how for every time they were going into battle, they were going afraid. So please listen carefully now because the plane is about to land. So when they were going into the kingdom of Amorite, they were scared and they asked God, can we just go by the side? Then God gave them victory. He said, you're not only going to go by the side. They had the effrontery to attack you. You're taking over. And they did. I would have thought that when you've done that feat, the next one will be easy. But no. They were going into another land. And trepidatiously, they were asking once again, Lord, these ones want to attack us. What do we do? And God said, I have given them to you. Don't deal. And they had them. And 
as if they were building a reputation for themselves unbeknown to them because a king was scared a king was terrified he said he had heard of the things that they had done and this is why I'm saying you will do what it is that you want to do you keep doing it afraid the children of Israel were still scared but somebody heard the things that they had done I want you to introspect this afternoon all the things that you think couldn't and didn't amount to much you're not different from the children of Israel all the things that you did and you just felt nobody appreciated the things that I did all my efforts just don't seem to amount to very much I look at my bank account and it doesn't look like I even worked this year I can't even give myself a holiday but what you don't know for those that put their trust in God is that the other camp is looking at you and they are afraid and I sat on my bed as I was reading this and I started thinking who is afraid who is hearing of me and is afraid who is hearing of the promises of God and is afraid and most times guess who it is you sometimes because sometimes we're so far from where God is leading us that it's almost like even if a miracle happens will I be this and will I be that but I want you to remember church that your ways are not his ways how God is going to put a smile on your face is not your concern the children of Israel had been defeated many times but this time round something was the difference they had come penitent to the presence of God they had come to say I have no other help but in you and by you and God rose in his Shekinah glory and he delivered people to them this morning it could be you who is hearing of somebody hearing of the exploits that are happening in your industry and you are scared fear is debilitating it stops you from thinking when you are afraid all of a sudden something shuts down when you are afraid all of a sudden your actions just don't seem like you are really present and this is why I opened by saying can we work our faith up to put our trust in God I have seen how so many times not once not twice not three times not not a hundred times how God has used foolish things to magnify his name how God has used foolish things to magnify his name there was something Paul said and I want to read it to you 
And I know that I have been directed to speak to someone who is very discouraged because of all that you have been through this year. It's in 2 Corinthians 1.8. And it said, We think you ought to know, dear brothers. Now remember that Paul was great. Great in oratory. Great in every way. He's, 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 he was too brilliant. Smart guy. Yeah. Leader. And then he said, We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters of LifePoint Church, about the trouble we went through in the, in the province. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure and we thought we could never live through it. What are you going through? What is crushing you? What crumbs are you begging for this season? What handout are you asking for, child of God? This morning, all it is that I am here to say to you is that God wants to win ter territories through you. But you need to wake up. You need to wake up like the children of Israel woke up. They realized that their complaining and their groaning and mumblings had no effect. It was at the point where they went to meet God to say we have sinned, we have fallen short. Help us. It was at this point that God stood up. I want us to rise to our feet this morning. God is ready to rise up. God and his heavenly armies are ready to rise up. He was born for you. He was born. The whole essence of Christmas is his birth. He didn't come for nothingness. He came for deliverance. He came to prove himself as being the Alpha and the Omega, the mighty one in battle. This morning, I ask that the birth of Jesus and the presence of Jesus in our lives must not go without us understanding the significance of it. I've not come to massage your ego this morning. I have come to say that you have the battle axe in your hand and you can win these territories. Discouragement is not the answer. I said it before, it's okay if you're discouraged. But just like David, he encouraged himself in the Lord. Yes. When everything around you just looks like it's not making a lot of sense. Can you begin to look at the promises of the Most High God? And how from skirting, you begin to take that territory. It is only God, the master strategist that can do it. The children of Israel did not have an agenda. They did not have a strategy. 
they did not have a strategy but God delivered a strategy into their hands because they understood how to get into the presence of the Most High God. He says, come boldly. He says, come boldly. Are you coming timid? What wants to try you? What depression can try you? What heartbreak can try your destiny? Tell me. What financial situation is bigger than your God? Do you not know the God of turnaround? Do you not know the God who there is not a better yesterday with? Who is your trust in? Who is your trust in? A man? A woman? Your boss? Do you not know the one who has everything in the palm of his hands? He says that you have access. Hey, he says he has opened the door. But rather than walk through the door, coming boldly, you are staying at the entrance. Hey, church, I want you to begin to walk boldly. Where is it that the enemy says you will not reach? Where did the devil tell you you cannot go? Can you begin to enter it in the spirit? Can you begin to walk in there in the spirit? Can you begin to get in there with the power of the Most High God? Because for 2019, you cannot go with your own strategy. You need the strategy, the blueprint that comes from the Most High God. He said, ears have not heard. He said, eyes have not seen. It means even your own eyes, you've not beheld what it is that God has mapped out for you. Your joy cannot be stolen. Your success cannot be snatched. Your promotion can no longer be delayed. Because God has won territories for you. And you have a choice. You have a choice this morning. You can either enter boldly into 2019. Or you scatter around timid. This morning I ask you. Who is your trust in? Who is your trust in? The I am that I am. The only true God, the one who says yes and nobody can say no. The Bible says that where the word of the king is, there is power. And God has sent me to tell you this morning that you have taken over. And so you behave like those who have taken over. You behave like those who victory has been won for. King. 
Okay. 
Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.